Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Glorious.
The Mackinac Bridge, which joins the upper and lower peninsulas of Michigan, was a dream since 1887. To make this dream come true required four years, $99,800,000, and several lives. It is a tremendous engineering marvel. It is over five miles long, including the approaches. There were 42,000 miles of cable wire used, some of which were 24 and a half inches in diameter. It is four lane wide, but is it the greatest bridge? Its center span is 3,800 feet long, but the center of the Golden Gate Bridge is 4,200 feet. So there are those who would say that the Golden Gate Bridge is the greatest. But even this is not the greatest bridge. Bridges span a distance to join two sides of a river or a bay or two parts of a state. But the greatest bridge span, a far greater gulf, the widest gulf in all the universe is that between God and man. That gulf has been bridged by God's own Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who came to fulfill the prophecy of the thousands of years. The cost of the Mackinac Bridge was $99,800,000. The cost of bridging the gulf between God and man was far greater. If merely money was needed, either God or man could have raised any amount and felt it was well worth the price. But salvation cannot be purchased so easily. The blood of a perfect man was needed to forgive sin. 1 Peter 1.18.19 says, You are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Before the Mackinac Bridge was built, ferries carried people across the lake. So you may ask, are there no other ways for me to get to heaven? Will not my good life or my church membership or my sincerity in following any ideas satisfy God? And the answer is no. Good as some of these things may appear to be, they cannot bridge the great gulf. God says in 1 Timothy 2, 5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Then bridges have failed. The Tacoma Narrow Suspension Bridge swayed violently in the winds and collapsed on November 7, 1940. The Mackinac, therefore, had been designed to withstand the strongest conceivable winds. Yet, if an atomic bomb were dropped on it, it would go up in vapor. Can Jesus Christ guarantee salvation for anyone, no matter how wicked or perverse, no matter how young or old, no matter how ignorant or educated? The answer is a wonderful yes. Will you not be one of those who have come to God and admit your sin that separates you from God? Receive with joy the great fact that those who do not need to pay the penalty for their sins because God the Father has laid their sins on His Son. What a wonderful bridge. The Lord Jesus Christ is the only way to God. He spans the great gulf. Won't you receive Him today? Listen now as John and Penny Harris, Cheryl Howman, and Larry Grable sing for us this beautiful song entitled, What Love Can Do. It seems that about everything's been tried to bring this old world peace. But it's fine at all that we have done. War and hate don't cease. So let's show the world what love can do. 
website is up to me and you to reach out with a friendly hand to every nation and every land and show this weary old world what love can do and show this weary old world what love can do Let's reach out to the people next door and show that we want to be friends. We can form a bond of love around the world, a bond that has no rest. Yes, let's show the world what love can do. It looks like it's up to me and you to reach out with a friendly hand to every nation and every land. Let's show this weary old world what love can do. And show this weary old world what love can do. Let's show the world what love can do. It looks like it's up to me and you to reach out with a friendly hand to every nation and every land and show this weary old world what love can do. And show this weary old world what love can do. Let's show the world what love You're listening during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church for own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45 we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. The leaves are falling, and soon it will be time for the Ball Brothers concert here at the Altoona Bible Church. The concert will be on Saturday, December the 14th at 6 p.m. There is no charge for tickets. However, a free will offering will be taken. Please join us for an evening of God-honoring music that will lift your spirits and help you focus on the true meaning of the Christmas season. Listen now as Danielle Peck plays for us on the piano this lovely song, Nothing But the Blood Medley.
unless we study and rightly divide the word of truth, we shall soon have some very strange notions concerning the teaching of the Bible. A preacher was dealing with a careless sinner at a street meeting, and the unsaved man with the superior air said, Sure, I will live it up a little, but we're not here forever. And you know, even the Bible says, Eat, drink, and be merry. The preacher asked him if he had ever read the entire passage he was quoting. He admitted he had not. So the preacher opened his Bible and read for him the story of the rich man in Luke chapter 12, verse number 19 and 20 who said, Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Pastor John Gilpin tells the story of a lady who insisted that there was one perfect man born into this world beside Jesus Christ. Upon being asked who it was, she replied that it was John Mark, reminding him that the Bible says in Psalm thirty-seven, thirty-seven, Mark, the perfect man. Because of her lack of spiritual knowledge and failure to read and study the passage, she had drawn the wrong conclusion. Actually, Psalm 37 is an exhortation to observe anyone who is righteous in God's sight through faith in the blood. It has no reference to any specific person. A haphazard reading of the Bible, snatching a text here and there out of its proper setting is dangerous. Those who proceed in this fashion often rest the scriptures to their own destruction. The Bible must be studied and spiritual things compared to spiritual. Passages must be interpreted in their context as to who is being addressed, the speaker, the time element involved, and the point that is being made. No scriptures of any private interpretation. To properly know the part, you have to know the whole. There is nothing more dangerous and disastrous to spiritual growth than a perverted view of the Word. You have to study, compare, and rightly divide the Scriptures if you really want to understand them. Listen to the words of this song as Joshua and Stephanie McClellan sing, Mighty to Save.
fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in. Now I surrender. Yes, I surrender. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, heroes and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine your light and let the whole world sing. We're singing. For the glory of the risen King, Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, He can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. Salvation, heroes and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. You're my Savior. You can move the mountains. God, you are mighty to save. You are mighty to save forever. Author of salvation. You rose and conquered the grave. Yes, you conquered the grave. You are mighty to save. Time now for a Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic for Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the searchable versus the unsearchable. John chapter 5, verse number 39. Search the scriptures, for in them you think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8. Unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. How can you reconcile the difference between searching the scriptures which testify of me and preaching the unsearchable riches of Christ? The word search means to investigate, to explore, to search into. Search is the command mood. So this is the command from the Lord Jesus Christ. The scriptures would be the Bible, and more specifically, the Old Testament. A synonym is a word having the same meaning or nearly the same meaning. An antonym is a word opposite in meaning to another. The synonyms for the word search is to examine closely, to seek out, to search. The antonym for the word search is to hide, keep secret. This is the exact word used in Ephesians 3, 9, where it is translated the word hid. The word testify means to be a witness, to bear witness. And the antonym for the word bear witness are to keep secret, to keep secret from someone to cover. John chapter 5, verse 46 and 47. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. 
But if you believe not his writings, how shall you believe my words? Luke chapter 24, verse 27. And beginning at Moses, and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Following the bodily resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord is seen talking and walking with two disciples on the road to Emmaus. Emmaus was located about seven, eight miles northwest of Jerusalem. Of the two disciples, we know the name of the one, which was Cleopas. The other could have been his wife, Mary, who was seen at the cross, John 19.25. These two disciples do not realize or understand who they're walking and talking with. Cleophas even states that the ladies of our group did not find his body, but they were told that he is alive. And the Lord Jesus Christ expounded unto them the scriptures. The word expounded means to interpret fully. This same word is translated interpretation in Acts 9.37. What did the Lord Jesus Christ expound and interpret for Cleophas and the other disciple? He expounded unto them the word of God, the Old Testament scriptures, which testify of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 24, verses 44 and 45. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the Scriptures. The Lord Jesus Christ said, Search the Scriptures because they testify of me. And here are some of the prophecies concerning the Lord Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. The seed of the woman, Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. The Passover lamb, Exodus chapter 12, verse number 3, and later John the Baptist would say, Behold, there is a lamb of God which takes away the sins of the world. The prophet like Moses, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 15. The kinsman redeemer, the seed of David, 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 13. And he shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. The virgin birth, Isaiah 7, 14. Called Emmanuel, Isaiah 7, 14. Child and son, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. Isaiah chapter number 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Throne of David, Isaiah 9, 7. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He is a smiting stone in Daniel chapter number 2 verse 34 and 45. Daniel chapter 2 verse 44 states, In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom, which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. To be buried with the rich, Isaiah 53, 9, to be rejected by his own. To be born in Bethlehem, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. To be raised from the dead, Psalm 16, 10 says, For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither 
neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. That's searching the scriptures. And those scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures, testify, bear witness, bear record of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, next time we want to continue this study and then look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8, where it speaks of the unsearchable riches of Christ. Oh, the Word of God, again, is so wonderful. We need to understand it. We need to study it. We need to rightly divide it. If you're listening this morning, you know not the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. Romans chapter 6, verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God is offering you a gift. A gift expects no compensation. The gift is eternal life. It's through the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's received by faith only, not by faith in religious activity. Faith. Do you know the Lord? If you've never trusted Him, trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late in your life. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my name.